Welcome to Public Showering, created by me, Sophie Duncan. This is the only podcast designed specifically for pole artists, aerialists, and movers of all kinds who want to learn how to build amazing choreography, tell your stories, and be the best performer you can be. Part of my Sadasi creative coaching system, I'll help you unlock your full fierce and creative selves using professional dance, theater, choreography, and circus tools, plus a hint of real life backstage stories and some simple confidence boosting skills. I'm never going to be what I'm not, but you expose as much as, as of you as you feel comfortable to at the time. So yes, there is that kind of judging period, you know, like a risk assessment. <laughs> And then you go, oh, that's fine. You know, like, no, that's okay. I can be me and people are not going to judge me. I've got a really strong female image in my, you know, like, um, model in my family. You know, like, everybody worked really hard to get everything they wanted, you know, so it was not, nothing was handed out to us. So of being alive is being alive. That's the purpose. <laughs> you know, the purpose of being a human being is being a human being. There are a lot of pole dancers, like um, I'm not talking about the professional or elite level, but a lot of people that come to the studio, they go, oh, yes, I'm not getting very good at this. You know, like, do you know the amount of discipline that dance takes? Oh and that's I don't I think people pole dance, but they still don't have the dancer mind. Okay, my friends, welcome back to episode two of Public Showing with the absolutely beautiful Vernia Noble. And in episode one, well, we were talking about everything, but we had a big moment about ballet. <laughs> and actually, <laughs> I've learned so much about you in terms of like growing up in Brazil and just basically coming from, well, I wouldn't say rags to riches, but I mean rags yeah. to pole studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, you're quite right there. But oh my God. I, I mean, and as it was, it was a really beautiful podcast. So if you didn't actually uh, manage Aww. to get time, please. Please, 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 please go to episode one because it was just absolutely stunning. So we're going to continue, though. So the pair of us, we're actually recording this on a Tuesday and three days ago on Saturday, it was EPC, the first ever Elite Pole Championships. And I think we can, well, everyone that was there will know, but for anyone that wasn't, sadly, we can tell you right now, it was one of the most fun energetic authentic showcases of pole i've been to i think possibly ever to be honest it was fantastic yeah yeah it really was yes yeah I definitely second that <laughs> the energy was really good and uh it, it was just phenomenal wasn't it well i think that one of the biggest things for me i mean i'll, I'll talk about it anyway just being an idols category because that in itself was just absolutely like mind-blowing i know mind-blowing <laughs> exactly yes 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 i i was <laughs> But it like, is mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing to even have that. But I think um, the the thing that, that I took away more than anything was actually, we sort of mentioned it in episode one very, very briefly, but of like the the energy backstage. So for anyone that's never competed before or might be interested in competing, often at events, obviously everyone is absolutely shitting their pants. So everyone's everyone's tension and energy is quite... Well, how do you describe it, Verdi? Just sort of like fidgety or sort of a bit... Oh, gosh, yeah. I think everybody's just so... Uh, you know, and it doesn't matter how good and how incredible people are no. everybody's just second doubting themselves which oh, is just second third mad. and fourth doubting themselves <laughs> which is mad and my sister was uh, was backstage with me this time she was chaperoning me which was amazing she did my oh, makeup and she so did everybody's cute. makeup <laughs> yeah. and then she was like doing everybody's makeup and doing my makeup and everything she goes 
what the hell, you guys? You know, like, you guys are incredible. You're doing handsprings right, left, and center, and you're doing this and this and that, and then you're here just moaning that you're afraid to go on stage. <laughs> <laughs> she just couldn't believe it. And, you know, and that's the reality of it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And also, it doesn't matter how many times you've been on stage. You could have been on stage 500 <laughs> times every time is singular and quite frankly yeah. if you didn't feel those feelings then you shouldn't be there something's quite not quite right true actually you know, i was asked you know, actually, that adrenaline should be there yeah i was asked a couple of times actually on this day because i think um I don't know. I guess a lot of people obviously know that my my full time job is performing. So yes, I've been on stage literally thousands of times. And yeah, I've I've I can tell you right now there is never ever a time that I've been on stage either in comps on a show or even in a cabaret. Even the same things I do where I guess like the um, what's it called the jeopardy isn't so high. I guess something like this. Yeah. Where I'm not yeah. I'm not scared. Like and and the, and it's true. The day that I get on stage and I just don't care is a day I have to retire because it's yeah. This 100%. is this for me, and I think you probably agree with me. Is like that's that like raw energy that the audience actually feels when you're on stage. Like you, yes, you send that gets it released. Out. Yeah. Yes, because I think you feel all those nerves, and you feel you you have that adrenaline and you have that energy, and then as soon as ten or twenty seconds. <laughs> go that you're on stage then it all comes out yeah and it, and it, and it oozes oh, and good word ooze. but it's <laughs> so you know that it needs to be there it needs to be stored there you know like in your gut or in your heart or whatever it is that you keep it and then it just goes oh it comes out because if it's not there to start with there's nothing to come out so you're going to yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For everyone, like you, you should you should expect to be terrified, you know, and it's not a bad feeling. It's it's just that maybe No, it's good, it's important. Yeah, I think that if you're again not used to performing or let's say you're you're literally competing for the first time, which is actually your first time on stage, you absolutely should be scared. And just just remember in real life, we don't scare ourselves that much. We build our worlds around us, which is like very soft and plush and we have animals to help yeah. us and everything's very nice and everything should be fine. On stage, like it's we've we've put ourselves in a position of everyone's going to watch me do something which is very abnormal for most people so you should 100% feel this energy and and it's not a bad thing it's it's oddly it's actually good yeah yeah it's a positive energy isn't it it's just one that we actually don't yeah. feel very often in, in real life so it's just i think that sometimes we just don't know what to do with it cuz we're like i don't know why yes. i'm scared <laughs> <laughs> and then you start thinking, why the hell did I do this? Oh my why did I put myself through this? Why am I here? And then there's the whole thing is like, oh my God, you know, like, I can't believe I'm in this category. What? I remember going to a competition and going, I wonder if they accepted me because they're sorry for me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember doing pole theatre and I met uh, Caroline, Caroline Arundel. Um, ah, yeah. And, and, I, and, you know, like, we were both sitting there and, and I turned to her and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. You know, like, and she goes, oh, I'm the same. And that's the first time that I realized that actually a lot of people feel like you. Yeah. And, um, and, I'm, and, and I remember going in and thinking, watching other people on stage doing their rehearsal and thinking, oh, my God, I think they felt sorry for me because I tried so many <laughs> times to get to the final. <laughs> and they went, oh, let's just let her in. Oh, Poor girl. <laughs> No, but it's, you know what though? It's, it's, it yeah. is true. Like, um, 
I I can say so. Like let's let's talk about idols category for a second because I mean, oh my god, yeah, it, it was like okay. I, I said this actually. I think me and Chloe Anderson we were talking like, after the whole event, and we're in her room, and this is all very cool. And um, I said like you know I've I've only actually been pole dancing for sort of like five or six years, and I'm in this category with all you guys. And she was pissing herself. She was just like, oh well, this is all very good. You're so new and young and la la. And she was laughing at me, but like. I don't think she really realized how like, I was sat in this room with like these people that I have known since I started pole dancing. And again, it isn't that long. And I'm like, I am now classed as an idol in the UK. That was the biggest compliment I could ever yeah. imagine. It was just so, imagine. it was so massive. And actually, until I even arrived at the event and like, even when Bexita was like, okay, the first in the idols artistic category is Sophie Duncan. And then I heard people screaming for me, people I've never met and I don't know. I was like, holy shit. Like people give a shit. And that was yeah, yeah. so and that's special, touching, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I felt like yeah. for, for everyone out there, I generally felt like Axl Rose. I felt like a rock star. Like you guys, <laughs> you guys made me feel so important. Which I know, like validation can be a negative and a positive. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm like, fuck it's a yeah, for you. I'm, ta- yeah. I'm taking <laughs> it. I'm taking it. it. <laughs> There's nothing more fantastic than getting on stage and people are like, oh my god, it's Sophie Duncan. Let's watch this. I'm like, that that is just. Yeah. Like, it's a massive compliment. Massive compliment. And that's exactly what I felt about everyone in my category, like, or, or on your category as well. Like, we were all going on stage, all of us shitting ourselves backstage, FYI. We weren't all thinking yeah. that we're going to rock up. But, like, I actually got to watch about, I would say about half of your performance before I actually just had a meltdown and had to go and run off and focus. But, like, I was watching you from, like, behind and, and I, because I've never seen you um, perform. Actually, lies. No, Paul Art, I saw you, I saw you perform. Yes, yes, So this yes. was only the second time. And I love the way you move it's just it's so slinky on your costume so your costume is so pretty it's so pretty oh thank you yes we try (laughs) we try (laughs) but like how how was it for you like did you did you feel the same in that way did you feel a bit rock star because I hope you did (laughs) well I'm very oh god I can't thing is you know like you do have the realization that I obviously I've been I've been teaching for quite a while and I I think the first competition that I did was in 2013 Mm. as a semi-pro and um and then on, I was like, no, you know what? I, I actually like competing. And it's not because I like competing. I'll be perfectly honest with you, uh, Sophie. I don't give a, I don't give a fuck about <laughs> winning. I really don't. I do have titles. You know, they're all sitting on my shelf at the studio. Um, but it's, it, it's for me, it's just a cherry you know, on top. Yeah. Um, I love being on stage. I love the energy that comes out. I love being able to, I love people taking the time to watch what I've got to show, you know, like, yeah. and obviously this comp I did in classique, mm-hmm. but then a lot of other comps, I did art as well. Mm-hmm. And I love contemporary dance and I loved mm-hmm. that emotion that I felt in that piece, you know, mm-hmm. like what did I want to show in that piece? You know, like there was a piece, a piece that I did uh, for Miss Paul and I got third mm-hmm. and that was for about uh, goodbye you know like and I remember walking in with my suitcase and that brought all those emotions when I left Brazil do you know like so it's just um it's for me it's that platform for me to express myself yeah um so that's what matters to me but um so I, I quite frankly I didn't have any of that um 
celebrity feel but it is incredible that when you get to places that people that never met you and they come and oh my god you're amazing or oh, i'm really yeah. looking forward to watching you and you're thinking do you even know who i am oh that's, you know, that's so sweet yeah. and all i'm thinking is this is so sweet oh um, it is and it is lovely isn't it and again like for yeah. anyone other if, if you if you ever i mean i don't know for, for me and i guess for you like if if ever anyone wants to come and say hi or just say hello like genuinely it is it is lovely to hear i am very approachable you are very approachable. You're just you're just so smiley and cute. Like you you are. Like, <laughs> like yeah. you know, like anyone can approach me. Honest, I'm open to everyone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, if I've got my headphones in, maybe don't bother because probably I'm focusing on something. <laughs> but like, but, but even still, even still, I'll probably take them off. But yeah, like I, I, yeah. it is it is it is nice to be in a place where actually it you can is. talk yeah. to people a little bit. And and think it's for me as well. You know, like being the idol for holography. Um, you know, like the people that were there, like Emma Coffey, Leah Rose, oh, Jacob, yeah. um, obviously me, um, Karen Walker, who I actually didn't actually get to meet her backstage, unfortunately, Annie Norris. Mm. You know, and then you, um, and um, I forgot her name, Annette Blue. I don't know how to pronounce yeah. her name properly, An- but An- An- I know Blower, her face. Yeah. Yes, I always talk to her and everything. Um, and you know, like, six of those people judged me on my first competition. <laughs> Do you know when you're just thinking, fuck, am I here? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just like, and it's, it's, and then thinking, oh yes, I actually judged that person and that person's judging me today. And it's kind of nice to get that feedback from, from each other. But for yeah. me thinking, I'm actually at the same level now. <laughs> well, not, I'm not saying that I am or I'm not, you know, but mm. Just to think this person was the person that actually gave me all the constructive yeah. feedback to get me here. Yeah. Um, and you've judged incredible. a lot as well, haven't you? So I guess it is yeah. funny, actually, yeah. when you... I hadn't really thought about that until now. Like, um, I guess, like, J- Jacob's definitely judged me in the past, but, I mean, he was in a different category. Um, Lizette... Yeah. Um, I think Lizette hasn't judged me. She this was the first she was judging me, but I was judging with her a couple of weeks before. So actually yeah, yeah. not that it would make any, any difference to the routine I was gonna give, but like because I'd sat with her, I actually knew what she likes, you know, and I know what kind of pisses her off. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting to get a really bad score from her. I was like, Oh, right, okay, so she's probably gonna give me a five for that. <laughs> no. Because she's definitely somebody again, like we I said it in the in the first podcast, um, like uh, my my experience is judging for the first time was like you're you are trying your your best to give as many points to the person you're like I don't think any judges out there trying to remove points no one's trying no. to do that like I mean if you are then that's mean um, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like I, I had the impression of that and I think that Lizette um, I mean I can only talk for Lizette because I was sat with her but like um, I got the impression she wants to give it and I think because she she is a bit like you as well like she feels passion behind people yeah. Yeah. and yeah, yeah. like I I guess in the idols category the one thing that I would say all of us definitely had is just this mad passion to, to mm. like perform like it I, I couldn't watch most of Heels because I was like I wanted to watch yeah, everyone the next one yet yeah, yeah impossible. I, I was yeah and I because and actually this is, I have to blame Emma Coffee for this because she told me in the dressing room the reason why that it went Heels and then Art which like traditionally we we always seem to go heart art then heels is because emma was like can we just do it the wrong the other way around because i i never get to watch anybody so. oh i love her yeah. i love her because <laughs> i tell you what you know like 
it, although the 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 uh, atmosphere was incredible, do you know, like in the room that I was in, I was with Claire Stringer and yeah. Jacob and yeah. Chloe. Um, oh gosh, I'm I'm, I'm not even going to say names because I'm going to forget people's names. <laughs> um, but there was like Leah Rose was there as well. Yeah. Anyway, there was loads of really fantastic people, and the and the vibe was so fun. We were just <laughs> laughing and giggling and. Um, <laughs> And, you know, giggling with each other and everything. But it still is a long night. And it got it's to a, a point that I sat night. on the couch and I was yawning. And I was like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> okay, I need to do something now. Uh, because, it, you know, like, and then the adrenaline comes. And then all of a sudden you have that crash. And oh, then it God, comes. Yeah. And then you have that crash. Because it's such a long time behind stage. Um, and then, so, but I, I was really happy that I was second in the in the in the hills because I was like, yeah. oh, at least I'm going to be, go second. I can watch the rest of mine, and now. I can watch and I can watch um, the whole of artistic one because I want. I'm one of those people that I cannot watch anything before me because yeah. it gets me nervous. Yeah, I need to be in my zone. I need to forget what's happening there and just think, oh, I'm showcasing. It's just like at the studio, just like my showcase in December when we do it yeah. for our families. <laughs> And I still get nervous for that anyway. But, yeah. um, you know, I was just trying to think that. Um, but I was so happy. So I got Emma to thank for. Yes, <laughs> you do. I think a lot of us because it was um, I was in my mind. I was thinking like, OK, well, probably it means that we're going to be first. And then it means I can just relax and watch heels because I, I get really excited about heels because I still haven't quite ventured into heels yet. And that's. Oh, you should. No, I want to. Like, um, it's sort of it's sort of my ambition to be able to compete at some point in every category of polar it's just sort of my own my own goal just because why not but I having, having <laughs> why not why not just I, 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 no, I, you can well I've, I've done all the other all the other categories so so like and now the last one is is heels I have to do heels but or, or the classic but the thing is with that is I mean Jacob I, I'm sure you as well like anyone that does heels is passionate about like to quote him right now he's like I don't want to see a contemporary dancer doing a contemporary dance routine with heels on that is not heels I'm like fair yes. enough yeah it's fair oh, I agree yeah. you have to bring your sexy out yeah. <laughs> it's like and I'm like I'm thinking like when I look and we talked about this a little bit in the other podcast about training and this and the other like in my mind if I'm going to start doing heels this is like at least a year if not a two year process of me learning how to use heels and do it properly because I'm not just going to go out in heels and like do a thing because that's just, just not call my heels because yeah. you've got heels on your feet yeah, yeah that's not my brand like and we talked a bit about um, like discipline like a lot of people don't come from like a, a dance background so it's that and we're not talking about therefore you're not a dancer that's not that it's actually what you learn when you've come from dance or anything actually like any kind of sport you learn a discipline of like we have to train this and drill it and drill it and drill it and drill it until it's like a no-brainer so that that's me now because i i i'm really excited to to put some heels on but that's the thing like i really wanted to watch loads of heels and i was too busy (laughs) shitting my pants so i was like damn it man i got to watch um a bit of yours me, me and Jacob and Emma Coffey had like a little training group, actually. We had a little WhatsApp. So here's some backstage gossip for you guys. Um, pretty much most of the idols seem to have little WhatsApp groups <laughs> where we were all <laughs> we were all sending like, well, how are we getting on? How are you getting on? Oh, I'm shit. Oh, I've done nothing for, se- for seven days. Oh, my God. Shitting my pants. Like, yeah, basically, we yeah, had all of yeah, our dramas yeah. on WhatsApp groups. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you have anything like that? Because, I mean, I wasn't... Until, until um, Paul R, I actually hadn't really had any contact with you prior to that. I know, it's, but, but it's nice that we're having a contact now, so it's all lovely. Exactly. Um, I, I did not have any WhatsApp group with anyone. I suffered in silence. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With your cats but and Roy. I <laughs> but I, yes, exactly. And my mom, bless her. But oh. I suffered. Yeah, I suffered in silence. Oh but I, um, I survived. So, yeah, no, um, <laughs> it was just um, because, in fairness, you know, like, because I've done a few competitions that I was judging this year. And mm. then every time that you're judging, you perform. Mm. And I get bored, you know, like, I like to dance. So I get bored. Of the, I can't be doing the same routine everywhere that I go. No. Uh, I'll probably have the same elements yeah. or, you know, like, I think my spinny combo, I don't think, I know for a fact, I basically, I I had a, a, a really bad shoulder injury, mm. which I'm very happy that this week I'm actually a little bit quieter. Yeah. Um, and basically, I actually thought I had to pull out. Oh, no. So... My my actually spinny combo was supposed to be a completely different spinny combo. Oh wow! Okay. And I, I took it completely out on Friday, and I was like, <gasps> I'm gonna put this in because this no. is something that I know that if my f- by any chance like a Barbie, my arm falls off, <laughs> I can still do it with my eyes closed. <laughs> And that was the highest cause in all of my feedback, which is really? stupid because, uh, yes, oh yes. I was like, God. I'm just going to put this in because it's super easy. I can do it with my eyes shut and I know that I'm going to get really downgraded. You know, like I know that my score is going to be low because it's simple. It, it was simple. Um, <laughs> but simple to you. And that goes to say that sometimes we really need to have perspective in poll because a lot of the time you go, oh, yes, I'm not very good because such and such can do this. What the other person can do, it always feels harder for you. And what you can do is always like, oh, this is so easy. No, it's easy for you. I hate one of my students say this. I do not let them say, oh, this is easy because if somebody else goes and tries it and they can't do it, they feel like shit. Yeah, this is such a good point, actually, Vernia, it really is. So I hate it. I do not let anybody say that in my class. So they go, oh, this is easy. I was like, no, no, this is actually very complex. But obviously, you got this very well. Well done. Yeah, yeah. I stop them. I I try not to let them carry on with that kind of mentality. Because Mm. then the next person that comes and tries, they go, oh, what's wrong with me? I can't get it. She said it was easy. This is definitely true. Yeah, I've definitely, yeah. I've definitely fallen into that world before. I, I can't. It, it's, it's some kind of split that I, I can't remember why I can't do. It. There's, there's something funny. But like, um, I have a one of my favorite tricks that I actually did have in my routine was my Janeiro. And I know that Janeiro for a lot of people is like, what even is this movement? Like, how is this ever going to happen for me? <laughs> how does like, it work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and just for whatever reason, like even early on in my pole journey, I think I learned a Janeiro probably in maybe about six months of, of working on pole, which is major i get that but i also learned recently the other day god knows why i know this but um apparently and if this is lies sorry yvonne smink for this but i was told that for some reason um one of my aeropole students told me that um they were watching something about her and um she basically says that no i don't do janeiro uh because my my elbow and my shoulder just doesn't work like that so i just don't do it and actually what do you think of the incredible things she can do? Like, she's such an incredible mover, but Janeiro's not her thing. It just goes to show, on, like, if, if we're... I don't think I'm on the same level as Yvonne Smink, but, like, even people at, like, the highest levels, we don't need to have the same tricks. Like, something... Yeah. You're totally right. Like, something that is easy for someone here who you assume someone over here can do, we can't. And actually... 
if you're an elite level person, it doesn't mean that you can do every pole trick in the world. That is not no, the goal. No, absolutely not. <laughs> and as a dancer as well, do you know, like you, again, we're going to go back a little bit to ballet, but some people are really good at pirouettes and some people are really good at arabesques. Yeah. And, you know, it, they're two different skills, mm. but it's still ballet, right? Mm. It's true, actually. I think this is sort of a generalization for ballet as well. It's like you normally classes, are you a jumper or are you a spinner? <laughs> are you a twirler? Basically, are you the <laughs> one that's jumping, jumping up the walls? Are you that high person or are you yeah. a person that can spin for Jesus? And actually, I'm definitely a jumper than, than a spinner, for sure. <laughs> I yeah, I was, I was very, I was very crap at uh, spinning, and but, <laughs> but you know what? It, it, but that's the whole point, you know. Like you know, you're not going to be good at everything just because you're in a higher level. No. Um, and that's not the point. It's just because we gained experience in the industry and experience mm. on stage mm. and experience as as performers. Mm. But in terms of, and also the more I judge, mm. and then. People might say otherwise, but the more I judge, the more I realize that they're not, there's no space for better or worse. Mm. Do you know, like when, oh, this is a much better pole dancer than this. Mm. Um, mm, do you know what? I still see beauty when I see a beginner's performance. Oh, God, yeah. 100%. I see beauty in that because there is beauty in it. And it's, I, I'm, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I'm watching a beginner and I'm like, oh, I love that little combo. I'll teach that in my class. She oh, created yeah. it, or maybe her teacher created it. I have no idea who created it. Mm. But you're like, oh, that was nice. And she's a beginner. So it doesn't mean that because someone is a beginner, they can't teach you something. And no. that, again, goes to the being humble mm. in the art that you're in. Yeah, for sure. And um, again, I definitely found this about my first time judging um, for pole art. Like, especially when I was watching the video entries, there was a handful of combinations, especially in like the semi-pro category, where I'm thinking, oh my God, that's such an incredible flow. Like, And I was thinking, like, am I allowed to look back at these videos and basically try and learn their combos? Am I allowed to do that? Like, <laughs> like if I'm the judge? And I'm thinking... Who's well, to stop here? Yeah, I mean, of course I am. Like, you know, there's... there's, there's I think... Um, the sometimes you confuse yourself like I guess like the higher up you are I think you feel like there's some sort of level and there isn't a level it's just it's just like you should be expected to do x and no we don't need to be expected to do anything like all we're expected to do is you just do the art and it's like what you wanted to mention before of like um we, we shouldn't be having to like say that pole dancing exactly like we don't have to say that pole dancing is something because like what you're saying it's it's dance exactly so it's it's dance it's emotion it's it's feelings and what wants to come out at that point do you know like so maybe i want to body wave the fuck out of this because i've got so much in my gut and i've got so much in my in my navel that wants to come out do you know (laughs) and then i want to spread out my legs here and there do you know like it's just whatever you feel that and you have to let that passion come out in whatever it is that you're feeling do you know like some days i literally just want to roll on my socks and that feels fab do you know like it's just having it's a valve so I don't, you know, like for a long time, I felt that for a long time with Paul, um, because he wanted to go so far up from stripping, mm. from strippers and from the clubs, mm. he wanted to be as gymnastic as possible. Mm. So the more tricks you'd shove in, the better. It was like shoving trick, shoving trick. And I'll be honest with you, as I'm judging, and that is my personal preference, 
um, it does again. It doesn't mean that it's better or worse or anything. It's just my personal. Pr- there is nothing that I feel more sorry about than when I'm watching a, a performer and you can see in her eyes, in her gaze, that she's going, fuck, this phoenix or this whatever or this uh, ego is coming out. You know, like, you're thinking, why are you going to put some of your dread so much just to prove that you can? Yeah. Put on Instagram. People will see on Instagram. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's so, true. I'm just, I feel so sorry, you know, like, and I'm watching, I'm like, oh, my days, babe, enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, actually, there was, there was so many times, um, again, at EPC, where, like, for the, for the first time in a comp, a lot of people seem to be actually enjoying it, rather yeah, yeah. than just serving tricks. That's what I felt like. How did you take that? Because that's that's oh, my yeah. take. Oh yeah, it, it was it was definitely it was, and I think also the the audience was very open to, mm. um, to different um, different quality to the routine. If that is even a way of saying it, you know, like yeah, because I, think so. I don't think people just expecting to see tricks, and I think the audience was so engaging with everything they were seeing, mm. uh, and that was really nice, you know, because. Um, I think I think that poll needs to be really like broadened in a way that you don't expect just to see tricks. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have tricks, but mm. just to see tricks. Just to, and it's almost like there are some competitions. There is this the move of the fashion that must mm. be a bird of paradise. Otherwise, you're not advanced. Oh God, yeah, there I must, hate this there kind must, of vibe. Yeah. It's so annoying. <laughs> there must be a machenko in it. And there's, there must be like one of those, do you know, like those statics that goes right, left, center, blah, 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 blah. And then... That it must be in there, like those power things. Yeah. No. Do you know what must be in there? You being you. That's oh, the only thing that needs to be there. One hundred percent. That's the only thing. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, what was really nice about, I guess the the only the only difference that we had in the in the categorization of EPC was it's heels and artistic. But you could also wear heels in artistic should it fit your artistic vision, which I think was a clever idea to have. Yeah, yeah, it was quite interesting. It was, it was really good. It was, uh, and I think everybody, at least in the idol, they were like, we, we were saying that we were like those footballers that retired, <laughs> that they just brought back just to kick the ball to say, hey, we can still kick. I know, it's like the idols. They should, they should have just called it the masters category or something like that. It's like, it's the football masters. Oh, it's like the Wimbledon masters. Like, it's just like, it's the old guys. But <laughs> like, we're the old folks that they just brought back just to give a little bit of credit. It's like, yeah, you know, we can still get, we can still do the splits. We can yes, still we can. do this, but it, but it was, you know what though, it was. I, I'm not, re- I only sort of realise this now, like, because I mean, there are, there were a couple of people, like, I mean, like me, Chloe, Jacob, like we are, and you as well. We're, we're still competing artists, like we actually compete a bit, like, um, and I, and I and I don't actually like judge or do workshops as much as like you guys do either. So like for me, comps are actually still like quite a major part of my existence in in the pole world, apart from public showering now, which makes me very happy um but it was that was kind of the fun thing about that is that like it was it was actually pulling a few people out of retirement in a way because like um because i know like for, like emma coffee was a perfect example of this like she even said it's her retirement piece and oh my god i was backstage squealing for that because i i was so proud of her she's right right now and again yeah. i hope she doesn't mind yeah, me yeah. 
saying this like right now she's there's, there's new th- new elements to her life that are coming right now like they're actually starting to like foster children in their family which is just like so much can you imagine doing that while trying to make oh. a comp and also she's running her comps and she's running her studio and she's yeah, still rocked up yes. and it was it was proper it was proper yeah. authentic Emma Coffey stripper style yeah she really was oh yes. it was just she brought it on, on she on brought it yes. and I was so proud of her because I know that actually she she was a little bit unsure actually for a while but like it was that same thing the music came on she got on stage and everything melted away and she it delivered was, it yeah. oh she served the hell out of it and I, oh my god I've even got like tingles thinking about it. she made me cry a little bit you know like <laughs> no really yeah. because she's, she's such a sweetheart you know like oh. because she's she's really true to herself and she I think I like it because she just shows it as it is do you mm. know like and I think and I remember again when I was growing up myself as, as, a, as a competitor as a professional in the industry and I remember going to sometimes on Instagram and she would just go I really struggle with this movie I was like fuck it's not just me then <laughs> and, and it was so nice to hear that actually all these people that you look up to they do struggle with different things yeah and you know and but I think you also get to that level of maturity as well yeah. in your own life and mm. in your own journey, in your own pole journey that you're going, do you know what? This doesn't serve me. You know, like <laughs> I don't need to be able to do Armachenko. I really don't, no. you know, because it's not me no. and it's fine. And I think there are some people that do it amazingly and yeah. I really appreciate it. I mean, if you and can do it, just go and do amazing it. Like, yeah, art. Yes, it's amazing art in it. But there are different types of art. Mm. You know, they are, they are like, you could stand on stage like in the beginning of your performance that you just stood there and you, you, you could feel the emotion coming out of your face. <laughs> and that is art, you know, and then you get somebody that just does a pirouette and a body wave and again, that's art in their head yeah. Yeah. Do you know, so that all of this is part of the art and there is a space for everything. You know, there is a space for the sexy side. There is a space for the artistic side. There is a space for the contemporary piece, Mm. you know, for the floor work. Mm. There is a space for the aerial. Do you know, like that? Do you know when you see like a spinny combination that one just flows into the next? Or when you see that power, do you know? Do you know those rotations sometimes in a static? There's a space for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why people need to start... And that's why I don't like what I was saying to you. I don't like that whole box thing. It must yeah. have this and it must be this. Yeah. And I think one thing for that is like, I, I do have something in the back of my mind that I'm, I'm just already already telling myself to like, shut up, Sophie, that's not real. It's like, I would hate to be that thing if like, if I do, well, when I do, when I do, do my first heels competition that someone goes, oh, Sophie doesn't do heels. I'm like, no, 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 don't box me in. I'm just dancing. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. don't yeah, tell me exactly. that I don't do heels. And maybe again, for anyone out there that's thinking about it, like, just because you do one style of something does it mean that you you identify as that style it's just not that deep we we are just dancing at the end of the day like in in, yes exactly yeah and people recreate themselves all the time like i mean it's 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 actually just nice like it's 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 annoying when you get stuck in your own box as well i think that's easy to do like yeah i think some people get stuck in that box because they want some people want to mm-hmm. or someone has been placed in it and mm-hmm. then when you want to be in that box because you want to is one thing but when mm-hmm. you're being stuck in that box because someone placed you in it mm-hmm. then it's not nice is it no you, know? yeah, you so, don't want to be like it's good to be known for something that you're good at of course it's good to be known but it's also like if, if you can reinvent yourself at any point absolutely and that just applies what, to what just life you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What, what stops you? You know, like I can be a pole dancer today, but tomorrow I could very easily be a yoga instructor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And it's nice too as well. I mean, I guess I, I'm that kind of person. I'm literally exactly that person. Like if, if people ask me like, what is my job? And I'm like, well, okay so <laughs> I'm like I'm a radio presenter I'm a podcast host I'm a choreographer I'm a pole dancer I'm a DJ now I'm this and, and I love it I love being identified as what the fuck are you that's so much more entertaining than but it's being... lovely to have different different pockets that you can put yourself in yeah. and then you feel engulfed by that pocket and then you come out and you go to the other pocket and you go yes and then again you feel like you're so deep into that pocket and then you come out you know like I can easily put my heels on and get that fuck sexy out here and then all of a sudden I take my shoes off and I stand by my yoga and I'm just doing like chanting oh that's, that's just so me. cute I love that it's just it's just nice to have like I guess even a day like I think that we we are as humans built to be like interested we should be changing our mind all the time we should be jumping to the next thing because we just get Life's really boring if you do the same thing. This is why people go on holiday because you need to change your perspective sometimes. Like, so just imagine that. Like when you're doing your choreographies and when you're making pole routines, like you don't have to look or be like anything apart from what you like, whatever mm-hmm. makes you happy. And we actually spoke of that in the first that podcast. Time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, I, it's quite funny because when I have a competition, I stop going on Instagram and I stop watching Instagram because um, I don't want to be, I don't want to be influenced by people's styles. You know, mm. I love watching it uh, mm. at any part, but if I'm going to compete, I try not to go because I want to do my, I, I want to be really organic to my body so that when I go on stage, there's not a shadow of doubt that I can hit that body wave or I can hit that mm. shape of my body or I can hit that trick because it's already in my bones. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's under your skin. Mm. Um, but so many times when I'm not training for competition, I go, oh, I really like this combo from this lady. I'm going to save it. And then I save it and I try it. And then and like, oh. I couldn't do what she did. I do something else. And I like what my Sophie else a lot better than what I actually saw. Like, I like this as it is. It was yeah. nothing like what she did, but I really like this. I definitely do that. Like, I keep finding this a little bit now with um, with some of my students at National Circus. Like, they're, so, they're super mad talented and they will always come with me with something they've seen on Instagram. And like both of my my students, like they're very long leggy people, and I'm quite yeah. short actually. Like I'm I'm quite short, stocky. I I like strength tricks um, to certainly rather than leggy things. So I love it when they bring me some video of someone that I would literally never follow ever because I physically cannot do it. <laughs> so I have to play the game where I I have to basically advise how I think you might get into it. And usually while that's happening, I develop something else because I just I either can't, I don't want to. But that's We're, dance, isn't it, Sophie? Yeah. Yes, but that's yeah. what dance is about. And I think, like, yeah. we, we wanted to mention that, like, talk about, like, image and body image. And I think, actually, the, the choreography feeds into this quite well, really, because it's sort of, like, there's, there's certain styles of dance that work and don't work with your body. And choreographically, you yeah. can you can play with or against that, actually, in itself. Yeah. And again, like, with yeah, pole dancing, absolutely. obviously, body image is something that we always bring up in pole. And that's just yeah. such a huge... Yes. And I think um, I think nowadays we are, I, I think it's starting to grow a little bit with more acceptance and everything. Mm. Um, but it can be quite tricky. I think you need to have your head really screwed on. You know, like I have worked in a club. Mm. I have worked in a club. And, and I, you know, like some days you'd be 
making a killing and then some other days you'd be going and people would be going uh no i don't want to dance no i don't want to dance no mm. and you have to be careful not to let that get to you to think like to lower your self-esteem mm. so you know so it, it can be quite tricky and i think when it comes to being on stage you're exposing your body so much mm. and a lot of people going you know like so you have to be really careful that you're not worrying about your image more, more than you're worrying about your routine do you know like mm, definitely and it, it can be qu- it can be quite tricky do you know like because at the end of the day you should be appreciating what your body can do yeah we're all, we're all built super differently every single person is built and also yeah. even from like the the time you're born everyone's life experience changes the way that your body is and also how you think about how your body is because what you look like versus what you think you look like are also completely it's different yeah. things it's sometimes completely different things yes i think the fittest that i looked um in my own opinion it's probably when i was the unhealthiest yeah I wasn't healthiest in the terms of I ate. I was stressed. Yeah. I lost my period for two years. Yeah. And, you know, like I was eating to suffice that image, but I was not eating to suffice my, my, my expenditure mm. and what I was doing, you know, like so. And that's one thing that why I decided as well to kind of um, scale down a little bit of, of uh, competing just to get that screwed on better and I feel like I'm so much happier now but it got to a point that social events used to make me anxious you know because I'd be like fucking hell someone wants me to go and have a cup of coffee with cake I don't have a cake because I've got competition in four weeks and I do not want to look like I'm a muffin top you know and you're just thinking and actually this is the healthiest I was in this competition yes I was carrying fat yeah around my body and I was like I don't give a shit I actually feel good yeah you know like and that was it I don't you know like and that's it. There's nothing. I'm not fat. I'm not skinny. I'm not anything. I'm just myself. Yeah. And that was all that I thought. Whereas in the past, I used to go, oh, you know, like I'm not going to fit into my costume because so I'm not going to go this and I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to have pizza today. I'm not going to. Do... And this time I was like, no, I'm going to get this costume because it fits my body. Yeah. End of. For sure. I mean, I... I think that comes a little bit from being a dancer as well. Like obviously you have your, your background in dance and I have the same in it, in it. And sadly it is 100% true, especially if you do go to dance school or work in the dance industry that people are giving, like they were thinking about that. We're thinking of how much we can't eat in a day. Like I have a few friends that yeah. did suffer from bulimia and anorexia and they would literally share a muffin the entire day and then do an entire day of dance and rehearsals. Like it is just not... Yeah. Is it not, it's sad, isn't it? It's, it's sad. sad. It's, it's not appropriate. Yeah, it's just not right. And no one, especially in Powell, should do that. Definitely not do no. that. No. But I think in the dance industry, you know, you, you, you're you always worrying about your image. Terribly so. Mm. You know, because I remember when I was, I, as I said, I danced until I was 19. Mm. And every year we used to have a show at the end of the year. So the six months. Uh, so basically Monday, um, January to June, we used to basically just take all the classes that you could. <laughs> and then from July to December you'd be running your routines and you'd be learning these routines you'd be running six months solid yeah. just running Whoa. fine you'd come to your sh- yes and then basically you used to get your costume and the seamstresses and I remember our teachers going now close your mouth <laughs> with the shows this is the last trial now close your mouth because if you got close to it and then you did not fit in your costume oh you'd be absolutely fucked <gasps> do you know so it's like close so your mouth bad isn't it close your mouth and I remember you know my teacher coming to me and going 
you've got a little bit of a pouch, haven't you? Do you know, like, and all oh. of this goes into your head and yeah. you carry it and yeah. you carry it, you know, yeah. like, um, but yes, you know, and, and it's normal in dance, to be honest. Unfortunately, I don't know about now because obviously I'm not in that kind of dance anymore, mm. but your costume was your costume. You cannot, you know, like you, you, they're not going to be adjusting it for you because you went to, went to a wedding or went to this or you went to that and you overdid it over summer. <laughs> Love, lose it. And I that think, was it. Yeah, yeah. I think like... If- it's funny, really, because I think in the dance community, it definitely is. I think I would like to think it's a little bit less, but I, I think depending on like what institutions you are. But right now, I'm talking about like dance in like institutions, like you know, Rombear and all these kinds of things. I feel like, at least in circus world, because I'm when I teach at the National Circus and things like this, like the amount of energy you need to be able to climb a pole or do straps or hoop is so much more. And I would, I would, having yes, done both yes. worlds, I would argue that circus actually does require more energy than, than ballet. Ballet 100%. is... 100%. It is, it is, ballet is hardcore. It is hardcore. Circus needs more. And like, I definitely have gone through phases, especially recently when I've been, you know, doing this routine, do my normal cabaret stuff, doing uh, National Circus. And recently, I've actually lost a lot of weight and I've become very... Um, what's the word? I guess I, lo- I just look a bit more ripped. Which I... My... Definitely, like, I've never had an eating disorder, but my yeah. dan- my dancer brain is really happy with that. And I know that that's actually not, not right. I know that that's not uh-huh, healthy. Uh-huh. But I also know that I am eating the right amount of food as well like I am careful because yeah. I'm definitely the, yeah. one of those people that like if I miss a meal I kind of feel good about it and I know that that's incorrect behaviour I know yes that's what I was trying to fix with myself it's like oh I miss lunch oh never mind oh, you know like you, you're almost like <laughs> yeah. yes so I know and then when you're losing a little bit and you're going to the scales and you're going oh I just lost a kilo and you actually feel happy yeah. and that's what I wanted to fix a little bit because then you don't want your happiness to be around yeah. the number that is on the scale it's in a yeah I don't, I don't have scales like in in my house like we me and my boyfriend were debating like should, should we get some scales to do this and I was basically like no because if we have it I will be obsessed with it and I yeah, I've, yeah, I've yeah. been that person especially when I was with um with Dragon like I I was told a handful of times that I need to lose weight because I was one of the biggest dancers bearing in mind in in that show this is a high level circus show right all the other dancers I was with are like one meter seventy they're taller than me. And they were weighing mm. like 57 kilos and they were skinny, <laughs> right? I yeah. was I was the fattest dancer because I was 64 kilos and shorter. So I always looked shorter and stumpier, even though I look back at pictures of me in Dragon, I am so skinny. I am tiny. I was still the biggest dancer. So it, I got I went to a point where I and I was so happy about it. But looking back, that's so goddamn unhealthy. But this this is mm. the sad reality of performer life, really. In yes, At that yes, time, yes. and bear in mind, this is... Mm, 10 years ago I was it ballet they used to do or contemporary in in dance, that in modern? that show in that show no no so I, I my um as a child I went to like a dance school so we did like ballet jazz yeah. modern tap stuff like this yeah. and then I studied contemporary dance from 14 to 22 um mm-hmm. in, in, like, even at university and then the first job I got was with Franco Dragon in Macau in China and it, that was a huge circus show but they had seven contemporary dancers okay. that we played these kind of they were really fun to play actually we were like, like these basically nasty like evil daughters of the dark queen and like mm. our, our job was to be like horrible slimy like we we 
we wanted the smell of meat. That was like our character. They were horrible characters. They were really fun to play. Um, <laughs> lots of improvisation, lots of running around the stage. And bearing in mind, this stage was 50 metres long in, and in water. So like the amount oh, of energy. Amazing. Oh, it was yeah. absolutely gorgeous. Like, go, go on um, YouTube, go and look for The House of Dancing Water in Macau, China, and you'll see the videos. It's just, it's sadly not in existence anymore, but it hands down was one of the most beautiful theatres. And again, can't believe I got that contract. It was the start of my career and blimey, I was very, very much like, I don't know how I'm here. I don't know how I've got this, like full on imposter syndrome. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I was there for three and a half years. And like I said, I arrived as a dancer. And at one point, another dancer, um, uh, she... She, when I met her, she had perfect abs, like perfect abs. Beautiful French girl, absolutely stunning. She, one summer, put on a bit of weight so that you couldn't see her perfect abs, and she was called into the director's office and told to lose weight. Can you imagine? She was she she definitely didn't didn't she didn't definitely yeah, she definitely didn't weigh more than sixty kilos for sure and was brought into the director's office with me and we were told that we had to lose weight so we did so bear in mind our show was an hour and a half long and we did two shows a day and as a dancer you basically get used for everything you are on stage for forty five minutes of this hour and a half and we were running running everywhere yeah. and then before the show we would have our normal dance class we'd have a ballet class or something yes. we would then yeah. we'd then go to the gym we'd go to the gym for an hour and we'd do an hour of cardio for sure between shows I would do cardio that's how much cardio I was doing and I went from 64 kilos and then I did a juice cleanse and I went to 57 kilos in three weeks which is ill is not yeah. cool it is not no. right so that for everyone is not the way you lose weight and it is inappropriate behavior and actually on average for the all the whole time I was there I was around 63 kilos and that to me was a very happy weight and actually bizarrely now I'm actually a lot stronger and I and I weigh depending I don't know actually I haven't weighed myself but like I usually weigh somewhere around 65 66 kilos and that is still heavy in the eyes of that show and can you imagine if, if, if you look at me and think that I'm skinny I was skinnier and I still thought I was fat yeah. wrong yeah I know wrong and that's the thing isn't it because you look back and you're going and you remember what you thought at the time and then you look back and you're thinking oh my god and at the time I thought I was big I thought I was fat so it's just mad isn't it it is uh, to be honest that's one of the things that I did like about contemporary when I started doing contemporary dance because it came out a little bit of it was not as strict as ballet for example you know so and also you know like you used to see like the loose t-shirt like the loose shirt yeah you know like pajamas I'm I'm quite you know like I am 20 years I'm talking about what gosh when I was I think the first Paso Giarcio that I did in Brazil was 2001 Mm. wow Um, so and I yes so we're talking about 20 years ago Mm. Um, so over 20 years ago I used to see those everybody wearing those shirts and then there's like those nude kind of sets underneath <laughs> yeah. and very old style do you know what I mean yeah. but and then you would cover everything so you didn't you wouldn't mind yeah. necessarily what it was more about what your body does yeah. but it is all it's crazy how it, this is how you need to be very careful not to get that so much into your head mm. Because then it starts affecting your social life. Because nobody's going to remember you because you've got a six pack on stage. People yeah, no. are going to remember for what you, how no. you dance on stage. No. 
No, definitely not. And that's that's something that I've always really loved about the pole world is that we it is one of the few industries genuinely where we do celebrate different bodies in a very big way. Yeah. And yeah. like please, for the love of God, anyone that thinks they are a little bit big or whatever, you're not for a start you're just not and no one cares like I don't and care exactly, at all I think that's the reality that. of it it's not even about being or not being it's it's so irrelevant one your importance is not on what you look like no you know there are so many people that they look incredible but if they behave like shitheads <laughs> they just become ugly shitheads and that's the <laughs> end of it I'm sorry but there's no better way of saying it there are some people they're so pretty but they're just so nasty oh. that you're thinking fuck I wouldn't uh, do you know like you're ugly as do you know like you, it's you're just tr- is, isn't it amazing how ugly someone can become and it, you know what you I think everyone has in their mind if you say think of someone that you know is mean in your mind they, their, their eyes are mean there's, there's, I can't remember what the, what the quote is I'm sure it's from Roald Dahl it's in I'm pretty sure it's The Witches or something like that and it's, it's a really beautiful text and it's something about um, like the, 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 they were so mean that their noses became pointy and their eyes became slits and it's something like this and you know what the people that used to bully me at school or like the girls that used to harass me because I didn't have like I was a bit chubbier at school or they used to like bully me for my weight or that my shoes were weird or I was a bit more alternative yeah. their faces looked like that in my mind they're like yeah. pointy nose and slitty eyes and they're snakes and it's like what, what, is, what a shame to you think it of somebody is, yeah. like that and the thing like that, is, exactly. They and the thing is, they tend to come from a place of like, a lot of. Um, they don't have a lot of belief in themselves, and that's what I think is also the shame. People that give you shit yeah. are people that don't believe in themselves either. And oh yeah, they want you to bring it to that. You know, they want to yeah. lower you to their level, and yeah, you know, because they, yeah, it's it's always tricky, isn't it? But no, I uh, nobody really cares what you look like. Do you know? No. Like, and I remember when I was, I I actually looked at the mirror and I was like, oh my god, I lost weight, and I can see my arms, and you start giving that all that importance to it, mm. and then do you know what? Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> no, 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 no one cares. <laughs> Nobody really gives a shit. No one gives a shit. Like, especially when it comes back to just doing like pole dancing on stage or something like this. Like, no! the thing, the thing that absolutely transcends anything is the way that you make me feel when you're performing. Like, you know, if you, I can think of a couple of people like in my mind. I won't say it so that I don't point people out, but like people that performed the hell out of their pole art routines when we were judging. There's a couple of people that stand out right now, and I can, I literally feel warm thinking about yeah, it yeah you know yeah. and i don't i don't remember their body i remember their face because exactly yes or you remember whatever they did or how you know it's just it's the emotion that you actually evoked when the person was on stage isn't it and yeah it's amazing the power of the mind actually because again like we, i definitely believe in this and actually from my recent experiences with comms is definitely that like i've always thought that the, the reason you're performing is what is felt by the judges and is what is felt by the audience. Yeah. What you, the choreography that you actually make is somewhat irrelevant in a way. Like the actual movement, it has to make sense. I always say this. Obviously, you, you don't put a trick in just because you like it. Put a trick in because it makes sense to your story. But like the, the way that I think I make people feel or the way that I receive the information from a great performer is because I, I'm my, my, you know, my, my hairs are on ends my heart is full yeah i'm desperate for you to finish this story because i'm so interested in how you do it i i think the perfect dance routine like the perfect pole routine or dance routine is one of those that it starts and it finishes you're going is it finished already do you know like yeah because you can't even clap you can't even (laughs) clap because it's like 
oh, okay. Do you know, like, like and, please don't end. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you know, like, because it's so the line never stops do you oh, know so it's, yeah. it's just do you know that flow that goes around that it has to be so li- i don't know i can't even put into words do you know but, but that's what it is that, that's, that's how melt, good it is isn't it you know? just like yeah, i can't yeah. even say it it just feels yeah. like please don't stop just do it again just do it again just do it again do it again I no i know, I know. It, it is like um i do this a lot in films actually i don't know i don't know why i've always done this it's like a weird thing i do um or in, or actually if i go and see a performance like a musical or a ballet or something i'm like if this finishes now I'm really happy, but I really want it to keep going. Like, I, yes, I sort of yes, like tell yes. myself, like, if this stops, this is the best thing I've ever seen, but please don't stop. <laughs> like, yes, I know what you mean. Yes, yes, yes. Well, this was when I watched Magic Mike, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this has been great. Please do this forever. <laughs> yeah, yes. I've still oh, not seen God. Magic Mike on stage or on, uh, on, on film, actually, though. I still haven't so, seen it. So, as you may know, or some people may know, I turned 40 this year. <laughs> so, um, I had a bit of a birthday party, but I decided that I would go to Vegas with my mom and my sister. So, we'd have like a girly trip yeah. away. And that was like the ultimate trip away. So, we went, we watched Cirque du Soleil, which obviously gets all inspired. And and I watched uh, O, and it was in the water and something incredible. Oh, oh it's stunning. And yeah, absolutely stunning. And then there was Magic Mike, and my, my sister was like, oh, come on, we need to go. It's only the girls. We must go. And I was like, and initially, do you know, like, I remember when somebody invited me to watch Magic Mike here, I was like, oh, I'm not going to pay to see loads of guys doing like, da, da, da. And then I was like, okay, let's go. But then after I watched Magic Mike, the film, and I was like, I know it's a story, it's crap, isn't it? But, yeah, but I could see the dance element in it. And I was like, oh, I like that he has got dance oh, elements Oh, really, Vania? You went there for the art. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, yes, honestly, <laughs> I know. Don't <laughs> but, but kid yourself, you. Vania. Don't, we don't need your critical <laughs> review on Magic Mike. We know what you're there for. Do you know what? When I got there, they had Ariel. Because they've got their own space, yeah. then they can adapt it. So, uh, obviously, one, there was a guy that was obviously uh, classical trained. Nice. And he was incredible, you know, like, oh. so, obviously, that they look good. It, it's only candy, you know, like, eye candy. <laughs> it just makes it even better. But that's what I liked. I liked the dance element. So it was beautiful. And then they had an aerial show. They had a dance in the water that was insanely beautiful. Oh, like that's, that's the couple, right? I keep. I like. Yes. I want to know who that girl is because I'm like, I want that job. I want to be that girl so bad. I, I want to be that girl. So you can that be wet second girl. in line. <laughs> you can be second in line. <laughs> but Actually, you know maybe, what? Maybe uh, me and you, Vani, maybe we just make the uh, wet dance. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, that's a deal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Magic so class- Let's do a classic doubles in the water. I think we should think of that. We'll never touch the poles because we'll be too soggy. But, I mean, everyone will be living for it. It'll be fine. And then they actually had aerial at the end. It was a couple uh, doing aerial. And that was actually insane. It was really, really good. Oh, uh, I forgot I why I started that. saying you this. Just p- yeah, because it's it nice to talk it. about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was it was incredible. It was really really good. They had an aerial. It was aerial sling. So they had two slings. Oh no! Nice. And they had a couple dance. It was so tasteful. It was beautiful. Absolutely stunning. I wonder if they I have it in the London one because I know they have the couple duet in London, but I didn't know. Um, I don't know if they're the aerial aspect of it, but I mean, I don't know because um, they did say that obviously the whole place that they use was obviously uh. rigged for it. So not sure, but it was it was honestly it was a good 
performance in show itself, not just because the guys were extremely hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm going to leave it there then because that's just, just a fantastic image that I've got in my head right now and I'm very happy with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then before we go then, do you just want to tell everyone about all of your socials and where people can come and find you if they want to come and take ballet class, if they want a critical review of Magic <laughs> Mike or anything else? <laughs> so, yes. So, um, my my uh, Instagram page is uh, Pole Effect and that's kind of my personal uh, page with obviously my work and uh, yeah. my performances and my training videos. Uh, I do have one for the studio, which is Pole Effect Studio. So, that's all about my beautiful students mm-hmm. and that what they do on that you know and that their progress and how much they achieve Love um that. obviously our website is poleffect.co.uk uh, all of our classes mo- well actually most of our classes they're actually live and physical classes but i do teach two virtual classes which is one is sassy hills which is on a monday nice. uh, mondays at six o'clock uh it's open to anyone so um just a matter of just going to the website and registering for the session and also we do a pole flow which is mainly uh focused on lyrical pole so we try to teach a little bit of just um contemporary dance warm-ups um we do put a little bit of some a little bit of pilates as well but mainly we focus on release you know like spinal releases and everything and just creating different shapes um, and then we bring that to the pole Amazing. and it's not really a, a trick based session It's more about learning how to flow around the pole and how to create emotion and, you know, using the music and using musicality. And I can't tell you how, how absolutely like music to my ears that sounds like definitely with bit inside to arms and contemporary technique. Like, please, for anyone that's been listening to the last couple of podcasts, please, please, please do take a second to just consider inviting ba- uh, ballet into your routines and, you know, exactly what yes. we're talking about, the way that we use our arms, the way that technique technique it really helps in so many things and it's, yes, it is absolutely. and, and Venia you would be an absolutely amazing teacher for that of course oh bless you yes so when we do launch the workshop just keep an eye on our on our uh, social media on my pole effect social media because everything's launched there and then I'm sure I will open it to anyone live or via zoom if you wish to attend and we should get some tips you know just to make your routine not so just prop yeah holding on to the pole for dear life you know like sometimes you can let go <laughs> sometimes sometimes we need it but it's true well it has been yes. absolutely such an honor and a pleasure to be chatting to you today so thank you oh, so you much too. thank you so much thank you so much for inviting me and thank you so much for share, for allowing me to share a little bit of my my my, my history and my story oh, of life it's and, um, an incredible story absolutely again if you didn't oh. listen to episode one guys check it out it is uplifting to say the least definitely Thank you so much, Sophie. Thank you. I really appreciate it. (laughs) All right, then, guys. Catch me next time. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. If you're loving what you've been hearing in the Public Showering Podcast, you have to experience Sadasi. www.soduncan.com slash Sadasi. It's the online community that is everything you've been hearing in public showering, plus so much more. It's where you can get one-to-one help bringing all these ideas to your own work, It's where you can learn new creative coaching tools not shared on the podcast that will blow your mind even more. And it's where you can hang out and chat with other Sadasi members just like you and help each other unlock your creative potential. It's fun, it's chill, and I'm there for you when you need that little bit of extra support. So come join us at www.soduncan.com slash Sadasi. It's been a pleasure to have you with me today. I'll see you there.
Love you. Bye-bye. <laughs>